right? Okay, so, um, and as well as doing um, those chores of the inkwells and nibs and what have you, um, I had to clean the pistol, because in those days each branch had a pistol, which was held in the teller's box. And it, each week it had to be oiled and whatever I did with it. Um, no one had really shown me how to be safe with it, so I was rather scared of doing that. But every Monday I had to do this, take out the bullets and oil it and, and put the bullets back and make it ready for business for the next week. <laughs> I've got um, a whole section on your career with the Commonwealth Bank. Oh, OK. <laughs> Check it, I'll tell you. Um, the, there was a counter across the, the building and at the uh, right hand as you came in was a wire cage and that was the teller's box. It was fully enclosed with this wire and you only could shove things through to them or what have you for safety's sake. And this was the inquiry counter uh, and it, there was a swing door at that end for the staff to come in around the counter. The writing slopes were on the two walls like that. Uh, later on, um, the bank bought land across the road in Napoleon Street, around where Bantz and Arnott used to have the second-hand shop. Bit, and um, they built new premises, and those have been extended also since the original, out to the back lane. Uh, next door to the bank was the premises of John M. Evans Electrics. Um, this was another shop with two entrances and three windows. Um, he dealt mainly with um, radios and the sale of and so on, whereas Keith Electrics up in Stirling Highway, um, they were more the call-out people if you had a problem. Um, when TV came into being, um, John N. M. Evans had um, the foresight to put a set in his window and that was another thing added to our Saturday night in the volume street because we'd go down and watch the television in black and white. It was quite exciting. Did you hear it too? No, you could only look at it. Yeah. <laughs> What's the matter? <laughs> um Mr Evans had a daughter called Glenda and she was at my class at Cottesloe School so you can see we tend to know a lot of people. Uh, on the corner as it is, uh, was there and is today is the imposing National Bank building. It is quite a strong looking building. They have actually extended in Napoleon Street to take in one bit of what was Evans' shop because I looked at it recently and I thought no, that the shop was bigger and the bank wasn't that big so... They've altered that slightly. Um, but uh, it, that was the business bank of the area and uh, that and the Commonwealth were the only two there until the Bank of New South Wales built this, these premises up by the Coffee Palace in the... They built in the 50s because I used to go there for um, work with the bank. Uh, we exchanged checks with each other. And I remember who used to work there. Um, and as I mentioned earlier, the Salvation Army would play outside this, the bank corner 
on Saturday nights. Um, then around the corner on the highway is the Albion Hotel that used to be a halfway spot for the coach between Perth and Fremantle. Um, one of the sad things about that place was uh, there would be a number of women, with, sometimes with their children, waiting outside for their husbands to come out, hopefully with some money after Friday's payday, because uh, they may have drunk it all at the time. So that we knew that was... We were aware of that as children, that that's uh, what happened to some families, and, and we knew some, some of them to whom it happened. So it sort of made you aware that you were pretty lucky the way you were living. Um, so that's that side of it. Now, if I can go back up the highway to uh, corner of Irvine Street and come 